Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh, hey there, boys and girls. Welcome to Only Stupid Answers. This is a show where we, your old pals DJ yes. and Sam, yes. talk about movies, yes. TV shows, yes. comic books, yes. video games. Yes. Let's say there's a special, a little, little niche audience where we talk about, a niche time where we talk about superheroes specifically. Every, occasionally. occasionally. It's, it's safe to say occasionally. Well, today we want to kind of dive right back into that, if you'll let us. If you'll if you'll humor us, and because uh, this fall over on the CW, I mean this fall, this you know, we're doing Crisis on Infinite Earths. All the CW shows are coming together again. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of them, but even all of the them. even the one hundred and <laughs> uh, what else they got? Beauty and the Beast, Supernatural season twenty five. Ooh, I can't wait! Uh, no, they're all coming together into a gigantic event, and we wanted to dive into the comic event that is inspired this TV event, Crisis yeah. on Infinite. Earths. Every other comic event that uh, clogs the arteries of comic shops every summer, and now kind of basically year long. Amen. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Doomsday clock. God, what? Well, it's it not even hell. that. I was thinking about it the other day because we just got out of Heroes in Crisis, and now we're into Event Leviathan, and Doomsday Clock has been and going on forever. What's the Justice League one? Uh, yeah, and then you're, you're the, the villain. villain, and all that. So anyway. Oh, yeah. Point is to help us to help us get through way through all of that. We're gonna look back in the history books, yeah. aka Wikipedia, also comic uh, Wikipedia's. Also, yeah. we read the comic, so that helps. But also, we, we got a special guest today, Mister Sal from Comic Block. How are you Yay. doing? Yay! 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 Thanks for me, guys. <laughs> Thank you for joining us, man. Uh, I've Pleasure. been on. I, I think I popped on over on your show. We talked about superman oh we talked about superman rebirth yeah. holy yes poop. remember when rebirth was a thing yeah and dude. everyone was really excited about it that rebirth was awesome fucking ruled man yeah yeah, yeah. all of re- i'll say all of rebirth yeah the rebirth was Even really the cool canceled ones. and then and then we <laughs> oh, especially and we were like hey it's time for a newer brighter dc and then tom king came along and threw it all in the blender well yeah. you said tom that's i'm throwing scott snyder under the bus with that one he's well, I, 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 no I, i'm still i'm still no just but i'm also still uh, it's a little sore from heroes in crisis Ugh. That was, was a rough, rough one. That was yeah. that was a dark time. Like, yeah. Now, don't worry. Flash forward's gonna make the yeah, old fun Wally back again. <laughs> yeah. Even though he shoved yeah. a pair of teeth down someone's throat to try to cover up a murder. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, yeah. Sal. Yeah. If people don't know. Well, they're what wrong. did you think of Heroes in Crisis? But, <laughs> no. uh, oh God! If um, I was very vocal about it, but uh, Heroes in Crisis was like, I don't know. It, it was like. It was like going through a war. Yeah. It was just rough. Just constant misery and like it was like being in the trenches. You know, I got gangrene. It was all, it was awful. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did you there's a there's a cream for that if you <laughs> if you go to your doctor. You, <laughs> hopefully you talk to a local doctor. Um but I did wanna I did well, are you a fan of Tom King? I might as well ask now. Outside I, of Heroes I, in Crisis. You know, uh n- no. I, I dig his vision. <laughs> uh but outside of that, like his Batman run for me has left me in the cold. I I can't oh. get into King. Oh, yeah, I liked summer. I liked Omega Men. I like Omega Mr. Miracle. Cool. Yeah, any oh Mr. Mir- any any series that's twelve issues or less, mm-hmm. Tom King excels. Uh, you give him a mini series, you you give him like a like an event or like a hundred issues of a titular character that everyone wants to read about. Uh, he just completely whizzes it. Like after issue twenty, it's just a disaster. Yeah, for Bat- me, Batman's yeah. um, it's a lot of poems. 
It's a lot of long poems. It's like everyone knows this tune. Here it goes. This ditty. Everybody here, come on, sing along but, because you won't be able to follow the story if you don't know the melody. Yeah, but uh, Sal, for the kids at home that are not familiar with you and your work, where can they find you? What do you do? What's your home address? What's your number? social security oh, number? Get my social security card out really quick. Yeah. Uh, my uh, my address, you can find me over at youtube.com slash comic pop. Uh, me and about uh, three other amazing people who are very talented and funny. Way funnier than and, and prettier than me. Uh, when we talk about comics, just nonstop comics and, uh, and and comic ancillary things, movies, TVs, stuff, you know, all that kind of stuff. Hell yeah. Yeah. I wait, Currently, what are you reading over in the comic world? Oh, man. Well, I mean, like, I assume uh, we're on the same page here. I'm reading a, uh, House of X, Powers of X. Oh, yeah. Of yeah. Oh, this is a great opportunity because uh, <laughs> uh, I, do, I do. I need to talk to people about this. Okay. Uh, I just read the at the time of this recording. Wait, before you get to that. Yes. What are you thinking so far? I want to know your thoughts oh, yeah, on yeah, both yeah. of them unbelievable it's it uh, I, I was for me i was like powers of 10 i think that's what they're calling it yeah because i know it's the x is messing everybody up but like powers of 10 i was like number one i'm like oh god more alternate futures i don't care then then house of x2 came out i'm like oh crap i am so on board yeah mm-hmm. like, same house of uh, house of x1 i'm like yes powers of 10 one i'm like no then powers of 10 2 i'm like okay i'm back yeah all of it's good i'm i'm i don't know why i, I doubted hickman yeah, I do. Here's the thing I'm trying to unpack, and maybe you guys can help me. So, uh, for spoilers for this whole uh, X Men mega event that that Jonathan Hickman's like rebranding the whole thing, we've discovered yeah. in House of X two that uh, Maura McTaggart um, is is essentially reincarnates in, into her life again. So it's like Groundhog Day, except the entirety of life. What we life. what we thought was is that she was just a regular human who helped yes. out with the mutants. But we find yeah, out exactly. she's secretly been a mutant yeah. and hasn't said anything, and her power is reincarnation. Yeah, and so this yeah. is we're, the, the current 616 prime Marvel timeline is her 10th life, is right. what we're led to understand. Probably. Yeah. So, <laughs> question mark. Question mark. So... Um, and we find out that she revealed to Professor X her lives. So the Professor X we've known since X-Men number one has known about all the other timelines more has lived. Yeah. And then they go and they tell Magneto, which means every time the X-Men and the Brotherhood had a dust up, it was a plan. And right. it's at this <laughs> moment that I'm like, wait pause time out i don't know if that makes any sense you gotta yeah do, you gotta do the classic telepathic uh time bomb as we do uh-huh. put all the memories that you just learned yeah into a little vault if you will yeah, in yeah, your yeah. Brain. you remember in supergirl most recent season yeah, brainy, yeah. brainy brainy yeah, yeah, yeah. five does it it's a time capsule time you're, capsule you're bury, there you go you bury it you bury it down in your subconscious yeah. until we write this story and then all those memories <laughs> like, come out. Well, that's what I was kind of thought was going to happen because it's like, I don't know if all the decisions Moira and Professor X and Magneto have made track as some sort of grand scheme because for one thing, all of them have died repeatedly in this timeline. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that Chuck was thinking about Onslaught yeah. in this in this time great pull. Oh, great pull. I have a, I have a, I have affection for onslaught i know that oh, i dig it too i'm yeah. just saying I don't, I, I'm, I, I don't think it would have surprised him there is a there one of the uh, most classic x-men comics when i was coming up is where uh magneto speaking of onslaught where magneto uh professor x wipes magneto's mind 
Yes. Well, not even going to get into the little piece of Magneto spirit that goes in Professor X because what? (laughs) (laughs) And then, and and the reason Professor X does that is Magneto literally ripped the adamantium from Wolverine's body, almost killing him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that was a plan. Like that was a, they were both on the same page. So that, right. That's where. That's where you. I, and I wanted to know your guys' thoughts because for me, that's where I start going. Like, I don't. I don't know if this holds up. I'm gonna have to assume that none of everything we've seen that's happened before didn't. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, it. Because it, if it did, then you've got your problem. Yeah. Then you get a problem on your hands that no, we don't. Right. And because the idea, the reincarnation is a fun idea. I like the mechanics. We had like Destiny explaining like, yeah. oh yeah. Destiny, great use of Destiny, great. by the way. Yeah, it was such a cool threat because it's like, yeah, I don't need to remember that we had this conversation because I can see your future. Regardless yeah. of what you do, I will know what you're going to try to do and I'll kill you before you can And I'll burn you alive. I'll burn you yeah. alive. Jesus Christ, Moira. <laughs> then one time she's just like, what if I was like a Nazi? Yeah. <laughs> she was the Nazi <laughs> variant with like apocalypse, like killing people. And they're like, yeah. shit, that didn't work either. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Sal, what, what do you think? What is your hypothesis on this? I mean, I, I honestly want to believe that the 616 universe, that the, the that Marvel wasn't going to go, okay, well, yeah, we want Hickman to run X-Men. We're not going to do it at the expense of all of Marvel continuity. I think it's that this modern life is the 11th life, that heretofore only mentioned one time by Destiny, like you might get an 11th life if you play, you know, if, you're, if you play your cards right, that kind yeah. of thing. Um, but I did read a recent thing and I wish I could credit him because the whole thing, there was a big, uh, a big hullabaloo on Twitter about like this incredible user who mentioned that like all of powers of X were watching the apocalypse life that the, the future of that world yeah. is the apocalypse timeline. Interesting. Oh, okay. Cause that one does go on. If you look at the graph at the end of her thing. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Well, we know it's number six. So it's like, it has to end at some point. Then she's got to circle back and butterfly effect her way back. And uh, and by of course butterfly effect, I mean the Ashton Kutcher film. Oh yeah, exactly the it's classic Ashton Kutcher film. Not to be, not and classic. also let's not forget butterfly effect two, which, <laughs> oh, did, no, of course. which did not star Ashton Kutcher, I believe. Oddly enough, excuse, yeah, excuse me, uh, I'm going to add it to my Netflix. Uh, really quick. You got to go add it right now. Um, I and I was also a little bit thrown off when we started going into. I, I wasn't sure what we were talking about, but I guess AI, we talked about the machine yep. and then the phalanx. And I, one thing I do like about this is the way it folds in other parts of Marvel continuity that pertain. So it's like the Kree, the best explanation of ever of the Kree super intelligence mm-hmm. and that, that it's like a, a part of the evolutionary stage of, AI, I guess, AI and also like living beings. Well, and this it was idea that super th- cool when that like whatever this like living galaxy comes and talks to them. Well, I'm assuming because they call and I, I know we said we just said the phalanx is is a stage of that, but I'm assuming it is the phalanx that I are, hope so. Yeah, what is that? The phalanx is a um, is I'm going to say a classic uh, X Men antagonist that is classic. They talk about the techno organic virus is like oh oh the machine is here and it's turning all the people into machines. That's that. And and Warlock is part of it, um, and so I, I think that's a that's a cool addition. But I like the idea that, um, yeah. So higher civilizations just come and fuck up our shit because we're they don't give a they don't care about our culture. And it's not yeah. until you hit us, basically, you create your own super intelligence. They're like, oh, okay, 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're one of the oh, boys yeah. now. Like one of them yeah, was like it's like warp drive. Like it's once you discover artificial intelligence and annihilate your own species, they're like, oh, okay, you can be part of the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah, why we'll you, gotta, you, you have to make the AI way fucking far away from yeah. where you're at. It's like, yeah, we absorbed <laughs> it, so we'll listen. Yes, Butterfly Effect Two stars Eric Lively and oh, Erica Durant, aka Lois Lane from Smallville. Yeah, there you go. No one else you know. <laughs> yeah, I. Oh, yep. uh, nope. There's. Nope, there's nope, nope there's nope, no one nope, I know in that. No one, no, <laughs> Not no a single person I recognize. All right, hold on one second. Sam, I want to play a game with you right now. Do you want to play? Yeah. yeah. Too bad. We're going to play anyway. I don't care what you want. Okay. Okay, close your eyes. Okay. All right. Put your hands flat against the table. Okay. All right. So what I got right here, it's ice cold like a corpse. Okay. All right. Are you feeling? Are You got, You want to feel? Okay. I mean, feel, it, feel, it, feel it. All right. Oh, that's really cool. Can you confirm the coldness for the fans at home? Corpse-like, yes. Yes, okay. Some people are afraid of it and think it's for Satan worshippers. Wait, let me feel it again. All right. 100%. 100%. It tracks. A cop stopped me for walking around with it in public. Feel it again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, 100%. yeah, 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 yeah. A few psychos actually have it tattooed on their body. Based on the feel. I want that tattooed on my body. All right, so it all sounds pretty cool, right? Yeah. I'm not telling you what it is. You can't tell me? I'm not going to tell you, all right? You've got to have to find out for yourself by going to whatthefuckisthisshit.com slash stupid, and you'll even get 6.66% off if you decide to buy it. That's whatthefuckisthisshit.com slash stupid. One more time, and this time I want to say it. Please. What the fuck is this shit.com slash stupid. God damn, this is the best sponsor ever. All right, open your eyes. Is it what you thought it was? Exactly what I All thought All right, well, they're going to have to go to the website to find out. All right, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yes. Talking about X-Men. <laughs> Excuse me. Wrong multiverse. We're not looking at that right now. Let's talk about DC. Before we get into that, yes. let's get into yeah. what we're into this week. DJ, Yeah. let's give a shout-out to something you love right now. Uh, something I love? Well, I'll give a shout-out to something I've been checking out on um, Netflix. Um is this show called Woo Assassins. I've heard a lot of good stuff. Yeah, so so I will tell you right now, the story is complete nonsense. It doesn't... Uh, Sal, have you checked out Woo Assassins at all? I have not. I've never even heard of it. Okay, so here's the deal. I knew I was going to check this out for a while because I follow, follow Louis Tan on um, social media. Pretty boy, talented boy. Good yeah, fighter. Uh, yeah, and he... Uh, I knew he was going to be a part of this show and uh, I knew I found out Iko Uwais I hopefully pronounced that correctly Leader, lead actor in the Raid and Raid 2, two um, and he's also been um, the bad guy in a few lackluster American action films oh, uh, he, uh, okay Night Comes for Us oh and Night, Com- Night Comes for Us he's the bad guy in so that as good. well which is also on Netflix you can check that out and he is a tremendous martial art artist uh, and so I knew I was at least going to check it out And but I didn't know it was coming out it wasn't like super on my radar and then i saw a headline that was like oh this show is what iron fist should have been and i was like we'll be the judge of that and then i watched it and i'm like <laughs> yes that is a correct assessment of because it has the same it has that same mystical silliness of a couple of white boys trying to write about asian culture like uh-huh. it's that because it's it's two like the two uh it's two white writers and but it's like in san francisco chinatown all the leads are are asian american or or some other uh part of asian culture and uh so it's just that got that same like you're the 
most recent Wu assassin of all the others of the past life. It's Avatar. Because oh, yeah. he's got to take out all the bad guys. Each bad guy has a different elemental power, and he's got to take oh, all of them oh. and maybe get the elemental power. And he's the most recent line of these people that does and that. This is Louis Tan? The, um, no, this is Aiko Louis. Louis Tan's actually kind of a supporting character. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, and it has this weird mechanic where to disguise his identity, he appears as one of the previous Wu assassins who's played by the same actor that was like the, the kind of like the main henchman in John Wick three. Uh, yes. yeah, yeah. He was uh, part of like Iron, Iron Chef. Chef. Yeah, yeah, Iron yeah. Chef. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I can guarantee you that mechanic existed cause they're like, Hey, we'll get a good actor to be our lead guy and not worry about the martial arts skills. And then way when he's fighting, he'll just look like this assassin guy and then they hired Iko to be the main guy, and it's like, well, that's stupid. Like, we're not, you're telling us we're not gonna have him fight? Like, that's dumb. Right. And the, even though the story is like silly, uh, and acting is across the map, <laughs> uh, uh, depending on actor to actor, you get a lot of different levels of performance. The action is so uniformly good. In the first episode, there are two fight scenes that are hands down better than anything iron fist gave us in two seasons like just just bold yeah like <laughs> bold of you to say like it's one of those and and you could imagine why they wouldn't you know like why they wouldn't have cast somebody like Iko in um iron fist because it's like you know he's, he's indonesian his english isn't the best and then you see him fighting you're like those crazy people because because <laughs> if you if that guy told me he's like hey i'm the immortal iron fist a living weapon i'd be like yes uh-huh 100 percent, you are you could punch me in the chest and my heart would go flying out my back <laughs> and like i just thought about the scene in defenders where iron fist is supposed to take on everybody else oh, and you're like yeah. uh-oh and you're like no what, what do you mean uh-oh like what <laughs> daredevil's gonna clean this kid's clock are you kidding me if yeah. it was i go they're done they're done he luke cage is done jessica jones is done like you have indestructible skin but he's gonna turn all the bones on the inside of the jelly exactly he's gonna (laughs) break all of them just because he's that talented a a martial artist he's that talented a physical performer um and the thing that benefits him in the raid and, and stuff like this he's got a very expressive face he's very he he lends a lot of authenticity to this character and it's just it it really is like wow they could have gotten. I, I don't know if it would have saved because you still have scenes in Iron Fist where he goes to that homeless guy. I'm like, oh, they think I'm like you, like stuff like that, <laughs> like uh, making fun of like the uh, homeless uh, guy and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, and, and Colleen the, Wing, you think you know kung fu? Watch this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He trips over himself. Yeah, and it, but it, I don't know if it would have saved stuff like that, but like the fighting would have been would have saved it because like there's right. not this show's fine. But then the fight scenes, and, and, the, and there are a, a few, like Louis Tan is in there. There's a, a brother and sister duo. I wish I knew the actors' names, uh, but they do a really good job. Um, it's a lot of fun, and if you just want to tune in and, and watch a show with like kick-ass action scenes, I really do recommend it. And it like uh, going back to that review I saw, it's like I believe. This show, if they told me the main guy fought a dragon, I'd actually see him fight the dragon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, that's the type of show you're talking about. We never did get right. that, did we? We never did no. get uh, get the dragon. But like, uh, Byron Mann plays the main bad guy, and he's he's been in a bunch of stuff. Um, Lee Jun Lee, Lawrence uh, Ko, uh, Catherine Winnick from uh, Vikings. She's in it. She does a good job. She's she's uh, very 
Um, she does, acqui- uh, she acclimates well to the action scenes. Well, nice. So, yeah. I, for action scenes alone, check it out. Cool. Uh, Sal, how about you? What are you into? Oh, man. Um, I have not yet checked it out. I can't wait for uh, the new Invader Zim movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We were just talking about that on our last episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice. Whitney Van Landing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, a, it's a fun name to say. Yeah. It rolls around your neck. <laughs> uh, but Enter the Forpus. So that looks cool. Did you see the yes. Rocco's Modern Life movie, Sad at Cling? No. Uh, a buddy of mine is a huge Rocco fan, and I just I could never get into it. I don't know what it was, but I just was like, ah, it's not for me. I was more of a, I was more of the live-action Nick kid than I was the animated Nick shows. Uh, scary stories like to tell. Dark yeah, yeah. Time back. out. Live oh, are you for the dark? Which is also getting a reboot. Yeah. Apparently, is it, and that's um. Oh, yeah. I don't know how I feel about that because I think it's all supposed to be like one story, and it's like, what are you doing? Oh like, no, that's yeah. not a good idea. Let me check. Like, I think it's. I think. <laughs> yeah, I think it's check. one of those situations where they tell the story around the campfire, and oh, it starts happening in the real world. No, don't that's, do that. No, that's not, VH, it's VHS. Yeah, that's not why. Not why anybody watches. Are you afraid of the dark? Straight up, not the show. Me? That's like, well, you know, they did the same thing with Legend of the Hidden Temple. Like, no, I want to watch kids hurt themselves and answer trivia questions about the past. Yeah, so, not create a narrative around that concept you're talking about live action nick shows run off a couple of the ones you grew up with because that's i haven't talked about those in forever oh man well uh i mean i love the game shows guts uh yeah. Legend of the temple uh who was it uh, double dare which of course not a bad reboot yeah, yeah. Uh, i have not watched but i also it. liked the shows uh salute your shorts um yep. was hey, it, dude. Uh, hey dude hey dude hey dude which i think what was it melanie only was the only one who made it out of that thing alive yep. uh <laughs> yeah but um, yeah, uh, classics, yeah, Stone Cold really classics. Oh, Pete and Pete. Pete and Pete is. I, you know what bums me out is I can't find Pete and Pete anywhere. Like I don't oh, know. No. To... He made a bunch of DVDs and then like burned them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that show like, was was great because it's like they have uh uh you know there's the girl uh that the one of the Petes likes and she's always like oh my dad's such a loser and it ends up being Iggy Pop. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it's it's really I I really wanted to go back and uh, and check that out. Yeah, Pete and Pete is straight up like it's a garage band of a show. Yep. It is so good and it's so funny and it's so original and irreverent. Like you, if you've never seen Pete and Pete, watch it. If you have seen Pete and Pete, rewatch it. It's it it is only a treat. There's no bad episode. Uh, Are you afraid of the dark is coming back as a three episode miniseries? So we'll yeah. see how that ends up working. But it does sound it's less like exciting. <laughs> less exciting. But like it's kind of cool that they're doing these like revisits to like older properties, um, especially when it comes to like this Invader Zim and Rockless Modern Life storyline because it's more adult. I did we watched the beginning of the yep. Invader Zim uh movie and it opens uh in a different animation style. I'll keep it really vague because it was a fun treat to reveal it. And it's a recap of just like everything you need to know. That's awesome. Uh, and it, it did a good job because also it's from one character's specific point of view of them highlighting how great they are specifically. Uh-huh, and so when okay. you get there, you're like, yeah, this, is, this also lines up with what you'd expect from a character like this. Everything about it is really cool. That's great. Uh, that's, I'm excited to finish that. I'm taking my time with it. Uh, it'll be a good one when I finish it. Um, I want to yeah. check that out. But also, uh, Second Coming issue number two came out. And uh, if, uh, did you pick that up, Sal? Second Coming? A no, no, I, but I've heard excellent things about that book. It is delightful. Also, I want to give a shout out to Echo Spider in our audience because he sent us two signed copy- copies 
of Gwenpool Strikes Back number one from by Leah Williams. Nice. That was very nice. nice of you. And also, I just read it, and it's delightful. It is. Yes. Are you, do you like Gwenpool? Did you read Christopher Hastings? Uh, Hastings' run? Gwenpool run was like a sleeper hit. Like nobody was reading it, and everyone was pissing on it until it came. Until they started reading the damn thing, and they were like, "Oh, it's actually good. Like really good, and like really clever." And the art, of course, Gary Hero's like work is, you know, unprecedented. Uh, they also did actually. Gary Hero worked on the Avatar: The Last Airbender comic. Oh, there you go, Dark nice. Horse, and approximated that show perfectly. But Gwenpool, great stuff. Uh, and Lee Williams, good choice for that book. Um, I really like Lee Williams' work. Uh, they also did a great like. The, the thing that stands out to me the most is actually a what if book that she did for Doctor Strange, which is all about like the magic character, you know, mm. uh, Colossus' sister. Um, she's a she's a good author and she's a good pairing. If you if I couldn't get Hastings back. I'll take Williams. Uh, her, have you read the first issue? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I love the, it, it's a little bit of meme humor, but at the same time, it's like, this isn't you, this isn't like edgelord shit. It's just like you, you vaguely, you can understand based on context, what she's trying to say. Yeah. But if you exactly. understand what she's saying, it becomes even funnier. So yeah. it's like, it's a, she does a good job of bridging the gap. Also, I love the way that they handle fourth wall built, like fourth wall breaking in this. Cause it's not yeah. like someone looking to the camera and being like, it's a comic book. Yuck, yuck. It's like, no, I know that I'm in one and I know, know that the way i view the world and the way the world reacts around me keeps changing and i need to figure out a way to make it more consistent because if exactly. i keep changing it's got i'm gonna disappear and i'm not gonna be important anymore i love right. the entire premise of it and she's like i can't be in a group book because how am i supposed to be fourth wall breaking in a fucking group book like mm-hmm. you can't have me doing that because if, if i do that then what's the point of the rest of the people on the team yeah. um exactly it's like having Superman on a team sometimes. It's like, yes, I know you work together, but what if Superman could like bend reality if he wanted to? It's like, oh, right. yeah. and there's no reason to have threats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Superman on the Justice League is like, well, I mean, like I have three of your powers, so yeah. what are you guys doing here, really? I mean, if Flash wanted to take a break, I get, I could do this. Yeah. And I, I know detective little, I work like is less good. fast, but still fast. I'm, I got it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, like it. It that was been that's been a treat, and also I thought it was a premise about uh, her uh, Gwenpool revealing Spider-Man's identity to stay relevant, and I thought that was a yeah. fun bit. But that's not what the comics about. It's a, that was just issue one. The mm-hmm. other one is the Fantastic Four, and she hasn't interacted with them at all yet. So oh. I can't wait to see what that's going to be like. Agreed. I mean, yeah. that book. Please read that if you want something comedy centric. Read Gwenpool. Also, if you're I, if you're a little meme yeah. lord, I know you are out there. Mm-hmm. I know you're listening. I know you're meme lord. <laughs> <laughs> Before we keep going, let's give a quick shout out to Simple Contacts. Simple Contacts is the most convenient way to renew your contact lens prescription and reorder your brands of contacts from anywhere in minutes. Instead of heading to the doctor year after year just to renew your prescription for something you wear every dang day, you can do it on your own time and terms in just a few minutes. This is Vision Care for the 21st century. We've talked about it before. Guess what, gang? They wanted to come back and give you guys one more deal. This is how it works. Need to renew your prescription? Take a five-minute Simple Contacts Vision Test online. It'll be reviewed by a licensed doctor, and you'll receive a renewed prescription and reorder your contacts. Boy, howdy, that's awesome. All you need is your current contacts, an internet connection, and 10 feet of space. Even if you're totally out of contacts, they got an option for you, too. And if you have an unexpired prescription and need more contacts, just upload a photo of it or your doctor's information and order your lenses. They do all the hard work for you and take care of verifying and confirming your prescription. Now, I've used Simple Contacts to reorder my prescription before and thank God, thank you, Simple Contacts, for reaching out because I'll be honest, it's a hassle scheduling it with my doctor because my doctor is like a family friend and so I I feel bad going anywhere else but also it takes four 
ever. And sometimes I just need more contacts. And it was so easy to use the simple contacts interface. Millions of things demand your time, correct? And contact lenses shouldn't be one of them. Simple contacts lets you renew your prescription and reorder your contacts from anywhere in minutes. Your couch? Mm-hmm. Your office? Better yes, believe and. it. And the doctor's office is now wherever you need it. The self-guided vision test takes around five minutes. Think of how much time you save compared to making an appointment, getting to the eye doctor, taking time off, etc., etc. It's designed by ophthalmologists and licensed doctors review every test, so you can skip the office visit, but not the care. The reviews speak for themselves. Simple Contacts has been rated five stars over 5,000 times on the App Store. You can text with the support team and always get to speak with a person. No automated robot systems. We're not talking about robots. We're talking about real dang people like you and me. Simple Contacts has all the brands and types of lenses you're familiar with, so you will never have to shop around to find Find your lenses at the best price. The vision test is only 20 bucks. $20 redos. Compare that to an appointment without your insurance. can cost up to $200. The contact lens prices are unbeatable. Standard shipping is free. And best of all, we're offering you a promotion. Listen up and listen good. Your eyes might not be good, but your ears are good because you're listening to this podcast. Go to simplecontacts.com slash answers20 or enter the code answers20 at checkout. If you want to get $20 off your contacts, go to simplecontacts.com slash answers20 or enter the code answers20 at checkout to get that $20 off, baby. Now remember, this isn't a replacement for your periodic full eye health exam. That's important to keep in mind. Yes, this is just for getting some more contacts if you're all out, if you're running dry. Simple Contacts has a deal for you. So make sure you check out simplecontacts.com slash answers20 or answers20 or enter the code answers 20 at checkout. That's Answers20. Use that code. Get contacts now. Dang it, I know you need them. And now back to the show. Speaking of comics and breaking down all the rules and all the things that came before, let's talk about uh, Crisis on Infinite Earth. So this came out in 1985, a good Ooh. eight years before I was ever thought of. Uh, uh, it's, uh, the, the gap for me is significantly smaller. Interesting. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, but yes, this was a bit of, I think, for people who casually know it as uh, a bit of a cleaning house for all of the properties that DC were currently curating and yeah. had they owned and to basically streamlining it into one cohesive cohesive universe they had multiple elseworld stories and this brought them all together uh with one giant epic 13 issue uh series yeah so marv wolfman george perez pretty cool team yeah. um and you got to see a lot of characters you never expect to come together and so i've read through the first eight issues but i'm fairly familiar with what this is all about because <clears throat> it's just well known and it's also in, it's it's influenced dc comics uh to this day yep. and there's uh, a reason how more than half their events are labeled crisis yeah they're pre- it's pretty yeah. it's pretty successful and it was so it was so successful that marvel tried to get in on it with secret wars mm-hmm. yeah. um which is iconic in its own way secret wars is real yeah, really good. You're talking about the original one? Oh yeah, no, the original. I've never read the original. Oh, sorry. I've talked about the no, most recent. Talking about Wars. the Secret Wars toy commercial. That's the yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was um, a good sleeper hit. <laughs> yeah. So that um, I actually, I actually have that issue. I have the issue of uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths where Supergirl dies. And nice. I have the issue of uh, Secret Wars where Spider-Man gets the black costume. Yeah. I don't know if they're a uh, a grade whatever whatever like worth oh, any, any money or anything, yeah. but I, it's cool just to have those. Uh, as especially as a kid who grew up loving the black costume, it's like oh cool. Recently, it, I just did a quick trip to Portland, and there was like a toy store that had like retro toys that they were like yeah. some got like tuned up a little bit, so it's like you wanted to get them, but also it's just like 
it smells like old plastic in there. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't want to be there for very long. But they had um, <laughs> a $17 issue of the very first issue of Crisis on Infinite Earths. And I was mm-hmm. like... I really want to spend $17, but I'm like, that would be cool. And then I went to an antique store for $700. They had the, the no Spider-Man no more yep. in like a case somewhere. And I was like, this is not, I don't know how you priced it at that because it's loosely it in plastic right now. Mm-hmm. There, there's no way the owner, this old like 80 year old man didn't like fully handle this book and lick his fingers as he flipped through it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, you do you. That price tag's insane yeah. for what this book yeah. is. Um, sit there forever. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's it's. I don't think anyone's gonna buy it. It was in the very back of the store. I had yeah. to go. I had to look for it to find it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But what is your history with uh, this comic set? Oh man. Uh, well, uh, I remember growing up avoiding it because when I was a kid reading comics, and especially when I was reading, like if and when I read DC, I was a Batman kid and maybe Superman. Mostly, I was into comics, particularly DC, because when I was a kid, I grew up reading Batman. And I watched the Adam West show, and I really yeah. identified. I really loved Robin. Yeah. And I was just a. I I don't know why, but I love that Robin suit. Okay. I know it's like kind of like a, you know, like a, creepy, yeah. <laughs> person's wet dream. But like, I dig it. I love the suit. It looks the best on Carrie Kelly, obviously. But like, honestly, uh, I was a big fan of Robin. So like, that was kind of my connection to DC. Uh, so you know, get into Teen Titans that way. But like that was the most amount of DC I could get into. And every time I saw a cover or a reference to DC Infinite Crisis, or Crisis Infinite Earths, I should say, not to be confused with the other eight crises. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, I was like, get away! Like I don't even know half these characters. And like it, you know, Batman I think appears in two panels. Yeah. In the entirety of Infinite of, of Crisis Infinite Earths, or C O I E. Either name is impossible to say in, in with any haste. Uh, but yeah, I, uh, I, I avoided reading it forever. And then I think, okay. So like, <laughs> uh, I was visiting my girlfriend in college and, uh, she uh, was cheating on me at the time and she dumped Oof. me while I was stuck there Cool. cool. and I was staying in the dude who she was cheating with bedroom Oof. Uh, yeah. and he had a bunch of comics. And so at that time, <laughs> you stole I, them chose... all. I hope you saw them all. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Right. I read infinite ice. I read Christ of infinite earths and I read Watchmen for the first time nice that setting uh which was perfect because i was already feeling melancholy you know all those well both those books are pretty dour yeah uh and uh, and it was rough uh and yeah i i may have bent the spine on both copies <clears throat> oh <laughs> stick it to them <laughs> oh, i got you dude yeah. <laughs> dude you're not even gonna, you're not gonna have the same life after this <laughs> yeah. um yeah, he's, was it worth it <laughs> my first experience reading crisis and uh I would revisit it later on, and then we covered it on our channel, and I had to reread it like thoroughly, and that was when I finally like poured over it and was like, "Who's this? What's this referring to? What's up? What's a pariah? You know, mm-hmm. is there any significance to Psycho Pirate? Like, let's just get into it and figure it all out." Yeah. That was like only a few years ago that I had to like really pour over and intimately get familiar with Crisis. Well, quick question for you, um, Lady Quark. Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> I think she wasn't she created. Hey, if anyone can answer that for me, so far it's not helpful. What was that, sorry? Created a a few characters like for the event. That's what I thought. Yeah, Yeah, because they have Harbinger, they have Pariah, and in the CW crossover, Tom Cavanaugh once again will be playing another 
role out of his 27 roles. Uh, he will be playing Pariah. And knowing that what Pariah means now, that actually is pretty cool. And I get yeah. why he only probably existed for this crisis. He did not need to exist any further yeah. after that. So what his, uh, we're seeing in the beginning of this series... All, a bunch of universes dying. There's hundreds, thousands of them. That doesn't matter. Yeah. The anti-monitors, uh, they're infinite. They have been a bunch of them. Uh, anti-monitors destroying all of them. And Pariah just shows up basically 10 minutes before that universe dies. And all he has to do is just watch. And he's like, why? <laughs> why do I have to watch this? Like, And he can't do anything about it except for he cries. By the way. I, like, Tom King would have a field day with Pariah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've watched thousands of worlds die. <laughs> I can't believe he wasn't in... Heroes in Crisis getting therapy because he would need it the yeah. most out of anybody there. <laughs> yeah, he would need it. Ba- he was like watching children like get sucked into anti into the antimatter or whatever. Yeah. And you're like, I'd go to therapy. Yeah, 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 I'd recommend him to go to therapy after that. Yeah. Um, but so yeah, like you have like Lady Quark. That was a that was a weird one for me. But um, uh, overall, do you enjoy the the crossover? No. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. I mean, okay. I recognize and appreciate its significance, and I think that it is like it was necessary, like because it, it pulled the door open for so many things. Like we got Frank Miller on Batman out of that. Yeah, that's how like, we got we Batman got, Year One. We 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 paved the way for the reboot of DC that allowed the Superman that I know and love to exist. Yeah. And so I appreciate its significance and what it did more than the story. This, it's barely a story. Yeah. I mean, like, honestly, from my POV, and I don't mean to, you know, mince words or anything, but, like, I think it's more like it's just this very mechanical, like, device that it's meant to accomplish a goal as opposed to it being, like, this fun narrative that's about something. Yeah. Oh, no. You know? it, it's very kind of like paint by numbers overall. It is the first like event so that you know you gotta you gotta tip your hat to it like totally. it, of this scale and you and it di- it was meant to clean house but it did it in a fun way where it's like okay we're gonna see like these characters team up yeah. there's yes. a lot of stuff i don't understand like killer frost and firestorm and she's made to fall in love with him you're like oh this is dated this mm-hmm. is, what is that? yeah yeah like what's what the fuck's happening right no. now like this yeah. is this is not great but like and also there's a point where red tornado gets turned into just a tornado mm-hmm. and he like wrecks stuff and you're like what well, we're spending a lot of pages on this <laughs> like it's not <laughs> right yeah to my knowledge they don't really contribute much to the overall no event. He, someone knocks him in the noggin and he turns back into the red tornado and like oh wonder what that, that is weird <laughs> yeah um fun fun like uh prophetic like moments you get like flash showing up at first and like disintegrating in front of batman and you're like it's a great i like seeing batman not being the brooding batman just for this where he's just like a normal like he's like jiving with like a joker who's like trying to steal a copyright for a movie like it's like what the fuck are we doing and batman's like haha i got a i got repellent for that and the flash shows up and just fucking disintegrates and he's like jesus christ what the fuck's happening (laughs) that is like the that is the perfect example of like where dc would go yeah it's like i think i'm reading a comic book about superheroes they're colorful and fun and yeah joker's a jerk but he's not like a mass murdering psych oh my god barry just melted (laughs) (laughs) and batman is like that is beyond my pay grade where's clark yeah yeah, he's like i don't know what to do he's like a howling phantom that just disintegrates (laughs) into the universe and you're like and then later barry shows up again and like bruce is like fucking petrified that he's like is it gonna happen again Uh, like i don't know I don't know what I'm looking at here. <laughs> yeah. Even Joker is like, whoa. Yeah, like, what the fuck? Uh, it was a bit much for me, guys. I'm out. <laughs> like, that's, that was pretty funny. When I read it, I was like, Jesus 
fucking Christ. Okay. I wish I wish we would do that in a comic now where you have jokers we know him now, but then like something like that happens, he's like Nah, and he yeah. just he just stops what he's doing. He leaves like you guys. You guys figure this out. I'll come back later. I have enough money to buy a farm. Uh, <laughs> he almost does that in the Snyder Run, where it's like Legion of Doom. They're like, we're gonna awaken this dark god. She made everything. He's like, bail. Yeah, yeah, yeah bail. Yeah. So, I am not keeping up with that. Are you enjoying? Okay, there yeah. you go. All right. Well, that answers the question. We I think we have pretty similar tastes for yeah, this. Yeah, um, on that. I was something I really liked about Crisis Infinite Earth, in which I think we're all in the same boat that it's all in hindsight, like. We weren't. I wasn't born yet. Um, so, uh, but I like that. Unlike other reboots or whatever, they for to some degree, like with whatever happened to the Man of Tomorrow, they got to wrap up the stories that were happening and then reintroduce them. And it's something I'd wish they'd done on New Fifty Two, especially when you look at because um, Grant Morrison's Batman run ran past New Fifty Two. Oh, Yep. Yeah, and then it got integrated. Yep, too. Yeah, and it's one of those like, it, it, yeah, Greenland is another good example. If you look at the way those runs ended, it's like I kind of wish they were able to do this before New Fifty Two because this would have been a great way to just be like, and we're done. You know what I mean? This yeah, is the story over, and then you relaunch it with whatever the next thing is, and then you don't have to worry about because then they spent like two years trying to figure out how to bring Damien back to life. And it's <laughs> like if you just if you just let that be the last Batman story of the old Fifty Two or whatever you know, uh, uh, pre post Crisis, you're yeah. fine. Then you don't need to worry about it, and you just relaunch and you move forward. You know. Yeah. Um, but okay. that, that would have been. A, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go I was going to say it would have made New Fifty Two a lot more palatable for everybody mm-hmm. to give them that cap, especially. I mean, like. Well, when they ended Superman or when they asked Alan Moore to come in and kind of like write the last like quote unquote last Superman story, it's like, well, they got Alan Moore to do it. Like you'd need to have every, like the most prominent creators come in. And I will say, DJ, they kind of did that a little bit. And it's in the worst DC event of all time. Uh, Convergence. Yeah. Everybody got like, you know, you got to bring back like I think Wolfman came back to work on uh, the Teen Titans Convergence tie in. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like a little button at the end. But it didn't fix or, or, like or help to, anything. Five to six years after. Yeah, I will ending. say. <laughs> I, yeah, I will say that like uh, the best part of that converges thing was the one shots because like uh, uh, I think um, Doc Shanner worked on like the Shazam uh, one shot where he was uh, going against Victorian era Batman, which was really cool. And the question one was really cool. Yeah, Renee Montoya, right? Uh, it, no, it was uh, it was Vic Sage, um, and I'm trying to remember if Renee Montoya showed up in it as well. Oh, you know what it was? I, whatever. I don't know. I, I blocked out most of the convergence out of my brain. Oh, man, was that disappointing for me because I love... I know it's garbage. Yeah. Put that out there. Earth 2, New 52 has, was a blast for me because I'm like... That was right when I got into comics, so I didn't know good from bad. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know. There's and, an audience. Um, and you're, I, you're not alone. I, like, I thought the When Tom Taylor came in, it made it like way clearer like what everyone's role was. Totally. And also the idea of like an agoraphobic Superman that, like, what if Superman, like, he landed and he's got all the same ideals, but he kind of grew up into his teenage years inside of a thing the size of a closet. So, mm-hmm. like, when you said, like, no, 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 you have the whole world and he can hear, smell, and see and touch everything. And it's like, you know, I'd have a panic attack, too. Mm-hmm. Fully, <laughs> right. that is, that, that's not a... That's a character trait that would just be baked in. I love that idea. And he's nonviolent. Like, he will fight, but he really, really tries not to because he knows he will win. And he does. Every single time he does, Mm -hmm. he wins. And he's like, that's it actually, we're not going to solve problems if I just go in and fix it every single time. No. And I'm like, that's, that's cool. Dope. And then Tom Taylor left. He didn't even finish his run. He was gone. And I'm like, fuck, this sucks. Anyways, Convergence dealt with Earth 2, and that was a big yeah. old fucking bummer. Earth 2, though, for uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths is a 
Different story. We have Cal L, the like original Superman, which is pretty cool. And yep. also not knowing that because um, I knew the Charleston characters had been had been purchased. Yeah. They were part of DC now, but they weren't part of DC proper. So when Blue Beetle shows up, I'm like, oh, I dig this Blue Beetle. He's very like it, it, like light Indiana Jones, less mm-hmm. rugged, oh, I whatever. Love Blue yeah, yeah. He's and I like the way the old Beetle like flying device looks. It looks way like <laughs> jankier. Yeah. Like I'm a big fan of that, and mm-hmm. I, I like that this like the slow integration of all these characters. Like when you get Shazam for the first time, and it's like proper like. 1940 Shazam uh, or Captain Marvel, whatever. Yeah. And the last yeah. one they add in is you have uh, Earth S. Oh, Earth X. You get the yeah, the Freedom Fighters in there as well. They're the mm-hmm. ones who are added. So you get like Uncle Sam and who else? The, uh, yeah, the yeah. Ray. Yeah, yeah, the Ray Human Bomb and everything. Yeah. The doll. Yeah. So a couple interesting boy, boy doll with like you bring up the Charlton characters and that's kind of how we got Watchmen too. Is DC had those oh. characters and they, they went to Alan Morgan like, hey. Can you integrate these characters in there? And then he had his pitch for for those characters. And like, oof, most of them are dead by the end. <laughs> you can't, we just uh, put them in. What the hell are you doing, Alan? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so they kind of just let him do do his own thing. And that's how we got Watchmen. Also interesting is, uh, from what I understand, um, there was talk of at the end of um, Christ of Infinite Earths, the Superman that we're left with instead of this new Superman with a, with a new backstory was supposed to be the old Superman with like the gray. Yeah. With the gray in there. And, and I, I kind of think there's with as many times as we like kill off Superman's family and all that stuff. It's like, there might be merit in saying like, yeah, he lived in the thirties. He was with Lois Lane. She was a person. She got old and passed away and Superman's still doing Superman. And he's just been around since the, I, I feel like there's, there's merit in that story that Superman's just been doing Superman since the thirties. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. idea. Yeah. Uh, At this point, I like that idea. I think uh, if you had told me that like 10 years ago, I'd have been like, what? Blasphemy! Uh, At this point, I'm like, no, that's a dope concept. Yeah. Um, Although, uh, not to to stray away from Crisis, but like that, that last issue of Doomsday Clock, that reveal for Superman, I was like, I'm like, oh, crap, you just redeemed yourself, Doomsday Clock. Like, I am so on board for that concept and we just have to wait like five more months for the next issue or something no yes. we're, we're, we're can't wait until 2022 when that book finally finishes it's yeah, going to be a great trade you guys are joking <laughs> but if you keep joking i'm going to cry on camera <laughs> <laughs> we're two weeks away from issue 11 and then we're five years away from the last issue <laughs> we're so true. close they're like don't worry gang the legion of superheroes is coming back and justice society because why because Jeff Johns took his fucking time with his. No, it was Gary Frank. Yeah, he asked, Jeff Johns asked for too much. <laughs> if he really, he if we, if it didn't have to be nine panels, yeah, yeah, yeah. he would be done by now. Yeah, and it's also delayed. Um, uh, Batman Year One Volume Three, or not Year One, Earth One, Earth Batman one. Earth One, which is great, and and that's like one of my favorite of the Earth One books. So it's like, uh, so good. Yeah. yeah. Um, but going back to Crisis, you, you're seeing yes. all these teams pair up, which is cool because you can see like how you can sell the covers. Also with this like reboot they talked about like if you guys can correct me on this that they were talking about that oh the only kryptonian moving forward is superman that's it power girl's here but <laughs> like yeah. uh, who cares uh, the less we say about it the better yeah. and then we'll try to make it make sense and we dc'd it up no i, I love that idea you're last in a krypton we're done no supergirl no nothing no Moving nothing on. you get I, i'm guessing zod still popped up every once in a well, while no zod was like really complicated because they had to like work around this idea that superman was it so i want to say there was there had to have been a zod before this but i know superman for tomorrow he was like a Russian soldier in Kryptonian yeah. armor that converted it to red 
sun energy and he got powers <laughs> and it was nice. always like <laughs> nice and then and like easy. with supergirl it's like there's supergirl but she's not kryptonian she's like fused with some sort of extra dimensional <gasps> alien entity oh yeah um and so like i'm, I'm kind of glad we're now at the phase where it's like there's a few <laughs> there's a couple <laughs> with that idea well, I, liked, I, I i loved the idea with superman at least that he's the last son of krypton and the only remnants i mean outside of candor of course but like the only remnants of kryptonians are these like hardened criminals that are punished in the phantom zone yeah that hate it's like that hate him and his family and everything he represents yeah, yeah. Like, you are alone you're not technically alone but if you were if you were if you were to try and like unite with any of these people, they would kill you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like that too. Bad news bears. But to lead to that, they have to they gotta knock out one of the Kryptonians, or a couple of them in this in this series in particular. But Supergirl's outing uh, for a, she's in her sweatband and she's mm-hmm. out there. She pummels the shit out of the anti monitor. It's actually a pretty I, I, overall. Like I was like for a for a like a crossover that is very dated, and I'm just like Jesus Christ. It's a lot of like <laughs> everyone's explaining their thoughts out loud, and it's, we were talking about anime earlier. And it's like this is the stuff that like I could do without. Yeah. And finally, she just acts and she just does stuff, and she's just beating the shit out of him mercilessly. Breaks his weapon, breaks the ship, does all this stuff. The other Superman's just like bleeding out in the corner, and like she she just yep. kicks ass and she dies, almost winning. Yeah. She almost wins, and I'm like, yeah, this fucking rules. Her like organs flew out her back when she got punched <laughs> in the stomach, but like I was like, you know, there could have been a more dignified outing. But overall, like I, I actually as an as an out for her and and Barry in this, I thought it was pretty cool the way that they both sacrificed themselves right for for the multiverse, the universe, everything. Uh, I like Alex Luther from Earth Three before, like we get to Infinite Crisis. Even though I do like the way they use him in that, I did like him in this in this season, being like the or in this crossover, being this like mix between antimatter and positive matter. And you have like he he's kind of like orchestrating this whole thing. I like the look of him. Uh, I like that the Superman uh, all the Supermans have to work with a Luther like this. There's a lot of like good like a lot of teeing things up. It's very robotic, like you said, but also at the same time, it's it's kind of given a lot of people exactly what they want for something of this scale. Uh, but after that, man, when it gets into the time travel nonsense, I can't even keep fucking it. I can't, I can't keep track. If Anthro, which I've never read Anthro before, yeah. Commandi shows up, yeah. and I'm like, cool, cool, cool. Teams up with Solovar. Cool, cool, mm-hmm. cool. I'm on board with this. Then it's like, yeah, Jonah Hex is here in the original like Nighthawk or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, uh... Yep, 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 following it, following it. And then all of time happens at once, which the all the art in this, George Perez does an amazing job. I can't fucking follow. And Brainiac's just doing shit on his own in the background. It's like, don't worry, villains will have their day today. While, like, Earth's melting, it's like, yes, but the banks aren't being watched, are they? And it's like, who gives a shit? Brainiac, you fucking moron. Like, I don't care. I hope that's in the crossover. Uh, Sal, what did you think of the outs for Supergirl and uh, Flash? Because those are the two big notorious deaths. That's it, right? Like, this is a everyone kind of associates Crisis with like the the death of Barry Allen. The only people who like remember Crisis, like the only thing that people remember about Crisis is that Barry died and did it to save the multiverse, yeah, um, or the universe, I should say, because everything was of course condensed into one. But uh, Barry's death is great. Um, he his internal monologue is very melodramatic. Yeah. And very verbose. And all he winds up doing... I love how, like, you know, if you're distanced from Crisis or you just know it as a comic book fan and not as a book you've read, you kind of like, Barry saved the the universe. Barry broke a gun. (laughs) Yeah. Like, 
he died breaking and listen it's a big gun mm-hmm. and the cannon was very important to anti-monitor's plans but ultimately that's all he do- he breaks one machine a cog in anti-matter's or anti-monitor's whole plan and that's kind of it uh i i like that over time you know like the, the as the decades rolled past people were kind of like you know barry is this ideal that wally has to live up to and that's really cool but when you read it as a book you're kind of like okay well that that sucks for barry <laughs> like but that's kind of all you really think about it. It's just ve- and you know that it has gravitas because Wolfman makes Barry infuse every speech balloon with the um, the, the maximum amount of saccharin, you know, I, 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 for Iris. Uh, like, okay, Barry, we get it. Like, yeah. it's very. Sad. I uh, think I think Supergirls is actually more sad because she a sacrifices more. B she's the second to last son of of Krypton, and see she's forgotten forever like she's literally replaced not by like a mentor like wally but like more by a goop monster that doomsday punches the pretty off of in like 20 years (laughs) like it's it's just a bunch of like crap after that supergirl and she does it all wearing that silly headband yeah yeah man that's that's tough i like wearing my headbands it's hard to look tough in that and uh, really kick ass i think i think yeah i think sam hates it every time i say this but i I still think barry should be dead (laughs) <laughs> I agree with you. Yeah, I think I, Barry's better dead. Yeah, you guys all have Wally a very Arnett, popular opinion. <laughs> you guys all, by the way, put it out there. Yeah. It's a very popular opinion. You guys ever been on the comic book subreddit? Everyone's yeah. like, I don't want to bu- burst anyone's bubble, but I think Barry should be dead. Dick should be Batman. Kyle Rayner should be the only Green Lantern. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> says, does it sound familiar? Ringing any bells? <laughs> they yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. I don't know if Kyle should be the only Green Lantern, but I wouldn't hate if it was Kyle, Simon, and jessica oh there you go you know what i mean well you don't want to yeah like that didn't how come back and wait didn't so it would be clear how murdered like like a million people right yeah Yeah. (laughs) we fixed it all they are all back no no no. he got he he dyed the his wings Mm -hmm. he dyed the hair color so the evil got out exactly aging is bad that lets evil demons Mm -hmm. in Hey, you know Aging what? is bad. Children are bad. Anything that makes our characters look like they might be pushing thirty, yeah. forget it. Get Hell, it out of here. I'll throw it out there that hey, Wally, you know it's more compelling mm-hmm. as a character. But uh-oh. yeah, I don't think I don't think Barry uh, accidentally murdered a bunch of people <laughs> and then framed his friend. <laughs> no, 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 I no, no, no. No, no, All Barry did. All Barry did is. All Barry did was completely rewrite history. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and make like the worst apocalyptic. He just wanted to stop a murderer. Yeah. And he fucking nuked <laughs> all of time and space. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. You know what? Sometimes we don't know what to do with the flash. What do you see? Yeah. So uh, for you guys, what are some of your. So this is the event that started all events, right? As yeah. Vent Comics. Now we can't escape a summer without two or three of these sons of bitches. <laughs> Um, what is what are your favorite Sal let me start with you what are some of your favorite event comics wow Convergence Um, (laughs) if you want to stay in DC's wheelhouse the for me like the last event like the event that destroyed DC comics is also one of their best 52 52 was dope I really I mean I know World War 3 got some I've never read it. I've never because I know it kind of happened. They mention it in Fifty Two, and then they kind of scoot right back. They don't like really talk about it for a long time. I love Fifty Two. Yeah. Fifty Two is so good, and 
it's it's just like justice for the second stringers. I kind of dig it, and it 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 just it, everything they wanted to do succeeded, and everything they like, and they managed to set up like new generations, new characters, new replacements. Like they did it all, and they and it, and it came out pretty much on time. And like it's just a really cool initiative that, unfortunately, its success destroyed DC Comics more or less. Um, but I dig that. Uh, as yeah, far as elaborate on that, how did, yeah. how did Fifty Two destroy DC Comics? Uh, Fifty Two destroyed DC Comics because DC thought that they like because Fifty Two was a moderate success. They thought that that was their like feather in their cap forever. They named everything after it. They tried to make more weekly series, none of which were universally or even really critically successful or or celebrated yeah. i cite countdown countdown and, was rough uh futures and like it's that just bad yeah just diminishing returns um after that they like also they the whole like lesson of 52 is like remember the past and let's embrace this like the, the legacy and the change and then to, they did everything they could to like name everything after it but also undermine it entirely by being like no legacies and actually no one can move on and everything has to go back to the way it was and there is no you know they, they brought back the multiverse after 52 after 52 and then they were like uh, like also that's stupid and screw that like everything has to be gritty and miserable and dark and everybody's gonna be young and pretty forever it's just kind of like for me i was like this is the end of, this is the, that was like for me like one of the final nails in the coffin for dc because it was so it was like a victim of its own success you know it it, it emboldened the people who are who were in charge of dc who are still in charge of dc to keep doing what they were doing and to be like hey listen i don't know about you but like 52 is still a success i'm like that was freaking 10 years ago man come on yeah it was interesting because it's similar to um the way you describe it someone do like rebirth where it's like yeah. It's like, hey, you know what? I, we're going to go back to some of the hope and the optimism. And Superman <laughs> has a kid now. And then it's like, wait, no, never mind. Now Superman's kid is old enough to go hang out with the Legion of Superheroes, so he's out of here. And, we're going to skip uh, over and, 10 years of that kid's life. And then the and then the and uh, uh, our, our beacon of hope, uh, Wally West returning, actually he's kind of an accidental murderer, and he definitely tried to cover it up. And it's like, oh, well, I guess. And then kill himself. Yeah, I guess. You, uh, never mind. Just, uh, that moment in Heroes in Christ. It's like it's like Tom King is like just like literally flipping off the whole rebirth initiative when he keeps having Wally. Wally keeps saying, I think he says it in multiple panels where he's like, I'm supposed to be the I'm supposed to be hope. And that's too much pressure. And I'm like, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Superman's still around. I think you're okay. I think yeah. you're, I don't think man. all of hope is burned on you. To be fair, a lot right? of people don't know if you're even alive right now. <laughs> you're kind of right. in this weird limbo that we. you came back, you were on a team... You didn't get like a social security number or anything. I don't think you pay taxes. Um, <laughs> yeah. And you didn't go. Oh, no, any... it wasn't just that. It was like, dude, uh, okay, so like you came back, but you were black. Then they brought you back again. And so there's two of you. Like, there's literally two Wallies. Yeah. And then they were like, oh, no, well, that's a different Wally. Like, uh, no, New 52 Wally, that's supposed to be replacement Wally West. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then I it's th- like I thought they were gonna, and there's probably problems with this too. I thought they were kind of like gonna fuse them, and it's like now it's just like definitively this is our Wally. Yeah, I don't know what would have been better or worse. Like I was, I was really expecting them to fuse them, yeah. and I'm like, is that not okay? I don't think that's okay. I'm yeah, yeah, think, there's, yeah. There's something. There's complications. I think there some for people sure. had some difficult conversations at, at DC. I'm sure that was rough. That. <laughs> yeah, that was. Um, yeah, all, all around it's pretty rough. Even though I like Wallace, I think that's what they're calling him now. Yeah. Unless he's nice. not in a flashbook, and then they call him Wally. Yeah, and then Wally is the one you, the redhead. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Sam, what about you? What are some of your favorite event? Yeah. Uh, I mean, fifty-two is actually like I think that might be like 
take the cake for like DC. It's like I read Infinite Crisis. Boy, does that rely on a lot of other th- comics happening at the same time, which is a yeah. bummer. Like it's, it's which good. One Infinite Crisis yeah, yeah, yeah. and the uh, Final Crisis. I respect and I can see like wow, this is big. Like yeah. this is cool. It's just not one of my favorite. I've revisited it now and I'm like this is still good. It's not my favorite revisit. Like when they do like when they get to like the Japanese team and stuff, I'm like oh. Yeah, <laughs> uh, like not that you guys aren't cool. I have literally no idea what the fuck's happening yeah. right now. Uh, but yeah, I'll go with Fifty Two. That one's a good one. Uh, most recently, like I think DC Rebirth, the book and the Rebirth, the line after that. I'll call that an event book. I think DC Rebirth as a book is fucking phenomenal. From Marvel, uh, Secret Wars was great. Was the fucking great. Yeah, most yeah. recent one. Uh, we get in Doom World and everything like that. Like that, uh, you really can't knock it. Like it's super good. Yep. I feel like DC had one after Conver- we had Rebirth after Convergence, and then you had one Forever Evil. I thought was really Forever solid. Evil was really good. It was really solid. Yeah, dope. Um, I think overall, I kind of um, enjoy. I think DC has had a better handle on its events than Marvel has overall in the past few years. Although I've heard good things about War of the Realms. War of the Realms was good. It I was also dope. really liked um, Secret Wars. I also have a fondness uh, for the original Secret Wars because of the simplicity of the premise. What if? <laughs> yeah. The good guys, all the good guys. <laughs> More fought, than the good guys you know. You know yeah, all of those good guys. <laughs> the most guys, popular one. <laughs> yeah, fought all the bad guys. And as a kid, I was like, oh, yeah, uh-huh, I'm on board. Right. I could get on board I think with I this. literally did that with my action figures like a few minutes ago, so yeah. I'm so on board. <laughs> yeah, so I'm very, I'm very into this concept. I could go on, tell me more. So I do. I know <laughs> that uh, the Russos, I think, they were asked, like, would you come back to Marvel? And I'm like, well, if they did Secret Wars, I'm like, yeah, actually, I'd kind of, if you could do that, I think that'd be pretty cool. You could do a big, yeah. you could do a big push where it's just like, the Russos coming back to do a movie, You're like oh yeah, I'll go. Yeah, and for then, Marvel, I mean, yeah, I'll go. You'd have to the MCU would have to invest a little bit more in the uh, bad guy half of that equation. Uh, they yeah, got, so there's at least two to fight. Yeah, so we got a couple phases for that. But I think if you said um, they actually, um, who do they have? Uh, the, yeah, no, Baron, abomination, Baron Zemo. <laughs> They're not good. <laughs> Baron Zemo, Luke Cage's brother. But I think if you get somebody <laughs> like the the Beyonder involved, I think um, you could have basically it, and you treat it 100% like like this petulant all powerful kid that just wants to play with all his action figures and so characters that are dead like he yeah. brings back Killmonger just because he can that's how powerful he is you know mm-hmm. what I mean Tony I Stark Tony Stark back like and so you literally yeah. like you know 10 years from now they're like uh oh finally after 20 years our brand is flagging a little bit mm-hmm. just yeah. bring literally everybody back for like a big that's, you get Mysterio you get Vulture you could do um who else have you got? Um, Red Skull. You have Justin Hammer. Bring him back. Justin yeah, Hammer. Justin Hammer. We, we've already we've already proven that we can just recast Red Skull and everybody will be fine. It'll yeah. be okay. No most one's going to complain with that. No, yeah. no, most people didn't even notice. Yeah. Hugo Weaving was too busy with that uh, City on Wheels movie. Yeah. He, could, he couldn't come back. He was too busy. Huh? Hugo Weaving does yeah. not want to do that again. No, which is so, I mean, you he'll, do you. He'll you be Megatron you. twice, but he won't be Red Skull twice. Yeah. He was Megatron. Bring back Malekith. Malekith. Mm-hmm. Hey, give poor Eccleston a chance to do something with that character. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll bring back Loki. Which side is he on? Oh, hey, you know what? Honestly, you said that as a joke. That'd actually be really compelling if there was a Loki on both sides. And oh. It's like what? <laughs> yeah. Hey, Grandmaster, bring him in. Collector, you can have a lot of fun with that. Hey, we're I going- am bummed that those two have. Not- of all the Disney Plus series, give me that one. Which one? Oh, Grandmaster, Grandmaster and uh, the Collector hanging out for like four episodes. No, that's good. Oh, but also just take... watching Del Toro and uh, Goldblum just, just riff off each other for yeah. an hour. 
take um, just twitch Grandmaster, around each other. Take Grandmaster and that character they built uh, for the animated series, or not the 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 little DVD bonuses where it's like Team Thor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, team Grant or Team Daryl. That's what his yeah. name is. Daryl. Then they just have them be roommates in Los Angeles. It's yeah. fine. Like, why is he here? It doesn't matter. Just make <laughs> it. It's like what we do in the Shadows of the Series. Like, just have some fun with it. Well, um, what do you guys think? Speaking of like big events, so we're uh, the Arrowverse is now tackling Christ of Infinite Earths, and so far, it it sounds like exactly what we wanted to be. You know what I mean? Like the uh, Burt Ward is coming back in some unspecified role. Well, Kevin Conroy is playing an older Bruce Wayne for the first time as live action. What we know Great is idea. Tyler Hecklin coming yeah. back as Superman. He's great. Brandon Routh is playing Clark Kent, a Superman, an older one inspired by Kingdom Come, as well as Ray Palmer, the Atom, Burt Ward, yep. LaMonica Garrett as the Anti-Monitor and the Monitor, which he did a great job as the Monitor. That yeah. was really his whole score and everything. We have yeah. Lex Luthor, John Cryer coming back, which he was great. Tom Cavanaugh as Pariah, uh, Bitsy Tillock as Lois Lane. We have Chris Williams as Black Lightning, and Kevin Conroy as Bruce Wayne. Slash yeah, that Batman. sounds. And I, I, I'm going to be honest; like I'm an easy sell for this stuff because last year when they did Elseworlds and you had John Wesley Ship's Flash, who I still have fond memories for, uh, just on the battlefield because I 100% made this scene as a kid with action figures where all the other heroes are like hurt or whatever, and it's just a <laughs> bunch of they just literally took all the costumes they had from the Warner Brothers vault and threw it on on stump people and just threw them on the ground, and it's like. Go on, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm I'm on board. Please do more. Uh, so I am I I am hopeful. However, like Christ on Infinite Earths is like that's a that's a that's big. That's a you yeah. got. I I feel like they've got Brandon Ralph, but he was already on the shows. So it's like I feel like you got to blow your your load and get a Michael Keaton, right? You got to yes. like, you got to go top show, like just beg Henry Cavill to do something. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I heard in an interview they they put an article out that like Titans are kind of off limits. Oh, to, like bring them, which is stupid. Right. Yeah. Like, and I hope that's just wrong. Yeah. You know, like they're yeah. just wrong about that. Yeah. Cause there's no official right. announcement. You Doom have Patrol. to bring them. Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol would be Swamp great. Thing. Swamp oh, Thing's canceled. Like, just Swamp have, Thing. <laughs> just, yeah. Just have Swamp Thing and John Constantine high five each other real quick. Just one oh. shot of that. You know Come what I mean? On. People would lose oh, their Oh, better yet. John Constantine and Swamp Thing. Just just cast anybody as Zatanna and just make it justly dark. Boom. Just for a few Boom. Seconds. How about this? We have a scene where like the whole world's melting and John Constantine or Swamp Thing and they're like, oh, whoa, weird. And then you pan out and there's Keanu Reeves as Constantine oh. next to... I've seen so many fan trailers of them editing all these characters together. You're telling me you couldn't just take old footage and get a good VFX artist to put these people in there? Come on. Come on. The other one, um, I, I'd like to, because he's already been on Legends, it'd be cool. You mentioned Jonah Hex as part of the thing. Like let's yeah. let's plumb they those deaths. Do that, like yeah. let's just let's just get him get him in there. And well, I mentioned this before we started airing that like you got to try and get everybody wants Tom Welling. I want Tom Welling, but realistically, for the last season of Arrow, you got to get Justin Hartley, who played Arrow in Green Smallville. Arrow in Smallville, and in and as near as I can tell, is the, re, the one of the sole reasons we got an Arrow show on the CW in the first place was the popularity of that character from Smallville. It's like, you got it. You got it, man. Here, I got some... I'm going to throw your way. Yeah. All right? I, I'm feeling... Uh, like, Tom Welling would be great. Yeah. But also, we know Solovar plays a really big role. So let's maybe go to Gorilla City one yeah. more time. It's, it's Crisis on Infinite yeah, Earths. They showed... When Gorilla City popped up on The Flash, it was like, oh... Lee shit, this is really fucking cool. Yeah. You guys don't, you're going to be doing a lot of bottle episodes after this, aren't mm-hmm. you? But, um, oh, I was going to pull up, ah, I was going to pull up, um, I think we could maybe get 
a Shazam. I feel like we could get uh, a Shazam. Oh, maybe oh, one Zachary of the no, or, 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 or the guy from the the old Powers of Shazam show, the live action Powers yeah. of Shazam. Oh show. yeah, Isis Power Hour. Yeah. yeah, can't use her, but because mm-hmm. you have a different, you have that character Zari played yeah. with yeah. a different name. Good. Yeah, smart, smart. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like he's not very busy. He just showed up on Archer playing himself. Animated. Mm-hmm. Let's have. I think you could get someone like that in there. What do you What do you guys feel about like? doing something weird like you have what is it the winchester brothers like you have like you have that that they go for that because remember uh first episode of legends of tomorrow where they're all teaming up and like oh shit this is avengers on tv like this is this is it right. you know what i mean like what if you what if you did the the same thing where it's not nearly as good but it's like definitely not nearly as much money pumped in but it's like oh the end game team up but on tv and just in the corner of the winchester and you're like sure, fuck it whatever i don't you know what i mean the like, guys from supernatural yeah yeah yeah, yeah you could do that would you, what, how would you guys feel about like just a weird like here you go just what about the car Why not you know like at you, that point you're throwing the whole chick kitchen sink it's crisis on infinite earths it has to be everything it has to be it all yeah like, you need to get Linda Carter to put on Wonder Woman costume, or at the very least, put on like a Hippolyta esque costume. Yeah, <gasps> that would be cool. That would be really cool. You could get Linda Carter. She has on a recurring role. She would girl. do it. Come yeah. on, the yeah, just and she's still gorgeous. So yeah. it's not like it's. She could be like, yeah, the queen of the Amazons. That'd be that That'd would be, be a cool one, along with like an older Superman. That would yeah, be a yeah, cool yeah. combo. Tom Welling, there's no way you're not coming on this goddamn crossover. I want uh, Michael Rosenbaum to come back as Lex Luthor. Yes, he says he hasn't been asked, but I I heard that too. I heard he was asked, and then I saw him say, "Nope." Uh, I, I he would be great because he was one of my favorite aspects of Smallville. I thought he did tremendous, but um, yeah. also be cool uh, to see a Green Lantern either um, uh, the. Yeah. Act- that plays uh, Diggle as John because we implied that he was John Stewart, John Stewart on another Earth, yeah. or or just give us a Hal Jordan, you know, just give us like listen. If this is Oliver Queen's out, it's like I at least want to see him hang out with Hal Jordan once before oh. he's done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be nice. I think I think it's in the cards. I mean, I mean, it may be Hal Jordan. We know he's there. Like, uh, but in the I mean, it looks like they're pulling a lot from the Crisis on Infinite Earths comic as much as they can. Mm-hmm. John yep. Stewart plays a really big role in that one, so cool. it's. It wouldn't be the worst idea to have Diggle play a few characters. It's your last season, dude. Yeah, come on. Well, you already got Brandon Routh to pull on double duty. Let's go for it. Come on. Like, you mm-hmm. wouldn't want to have superpowers, like, one time. You, all you're doing is wearing a special helmet and bullets that don't kill people yeah. until they do. We don't know how it works. <laughs> we don't know all the we rules don't know. of that. No, that's that's all up in the air. But uh, Burt Ward is a fun one because yep. we don't like we don't know what capacity. You could have old Robin. I think he's going to be old Robin. You know what would be a good one? Hmm. Mark Hamill's done three cameos on The Flash uh, before. He has not been back for two seasons. Yeah. That's he's been a big bummer. He's been a little busy a little with busy. another uh, popular franchise. <laughs> another massive franchise. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, like, the last cameo he did was when on Jay Garrick's Earth when he was, like, as the trickster but gross. <laughs> like, <laughs> with, like, goop in his... He just ate, like, a big cookie and then he started talking. Um, so, like, bring Plus, him back for yeah. something like that where he's, like, the trickster or whatever. Or Joker. Come yeah. on, put him yeah. in a, he, like he doesn't hold, want to wear a costume. Hold on, let's call up Jared Leto. What are you doing, Morbius? Get out of there! Yeah. No, show us. <laughs> <laughs> Which actor I mean, do you could... think you could get from the Suicide Squad movie? Uh, Jai Courtney. <laughs> I don't know. He was I mean, in Alita. I mean, that's over for him. Yeah. What about what about the Slipknot? Is that his thing? Yeah, before yeah before he gets uh, blooped. Yeah, you think they could? Uh, let me ask you this: Do you guys think they could bring back their Deadshot? That would be really cool. Yeah. I did like that actor. Agreed. I, I liked him as well. Don't remember his name, but he was very good. Yeah, at yeah, yeah. He came back for the Flash as an alternate universe version of himself, yes. which was very funny. Which yeah. was a really good bit. 
I don't know. If- it is crazy how many of these characters have shown up on, uh, across these shows. Mm-hmm. What do you guys yeah. think the ultimate? I, I, they've got to be fusing the Earths, right? Like they're all going to so, be at this point, right? Because like when they brought in Supergirl, I was like, oh, cool. Well, they'll just they'll just do like a f- they'll do Crisis on Two Earths or something, and they'll just merge the universes, and so there'll be a lot more. No, they kept them separate the entire friggin' time. Yeah, they waited uh, four years. Make it all one Earth. I mean, literally. I think it's in the name. Christ on Infinite Earths, the end of the book, it's all one Earth. Yeah. It's streamlining continuity. I think the plan is, you know, kill Arrow, streamline it, get one uni- get one universe, one Earth, and maybe set up the... Ne- I mean, that's why Batwoman is going to be in it. Like, setting up these new shows. But, like, tease more. Yeah. And you know what? Like, you're Warner Brothers, you're DC, you have to put your DC universe, universe of characters in this show. Yeah. Because... You got to get people to start watching your app. Yeah. Like, come on. This would be such how, a good ad for them. It's such a good ad. Like, come on. Like, just having the Doom Patrol sh- stand there. Yeah. Is enough for the CW audience to go, who the hell are they? Who, who the hell are they? They're in your pocket. Download DT, the DC Universe app right now. It, the like, DC Universe logo pops up and points to them. Like, for more, go to. You know, the easiest <laughs> one is like, like, like the Robot Man and Negative Man because it can just literally be anybody you want. Yep. Like, they don't have to speak. And they just have Brendan Fraser voiceover. That's such a good idea. Easy. Yeah. Save so much money. Timothy Dalton, that's a fucking pipe dream. Yeah. Boy, he will not uh, come here. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, uh, what about this? Halle Berry's Catwoman. Oh, my <laughs> God. I say do it. I say, honestly, like, the, one, of the, one of the whole treats and missed opportunities of Warner Brothers owning DC for 35 years yeah. is that they have not played in their own shared universe. Like, all the way back to thinking about how, like, oh, yeah, no, Robin couldn't show up in the Justice League Timverse cartoon because of the whole, like, embargo and crap. I'm like, what? Why? It's a self-imposed embargo. You own all of these characters yeah. put them all in yeah I, I'm, glad, I'm glad they're finally we're finally seeing some cracks in that like it's like the first season of Supergirl no Superman you just see the boots and then it's kind of like well this maybe blows. fuck that yeah, yeah maybe fuck that is maybe anyone going to be really that confused do yeah, I really have to insult this, our audience and say they're going to get that confused do you guys think that this could be between this and Endgame it could kind of be like the the you know, we start seeing this this superhero boom kind of slow down. I think so. I mean, phase four is like a nice, like maybe kind of like, it's like a palate cleanser for a lot of the characters that we've seen already. Yeah. Where it's yeah. like, now we're going to catch up with some of the other people, but also introduce some new ones. So when we get into phase like five or the end of phase four, we'll have a big yeah. team up one. They'll all come back together and we'll be, we'll be back and it'll blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Personally, I'm going to throw it out there. The only other, only other thing I want to see pop up in this crossover is animated. I want to see one animated. You always get a cartoon mm-hmm. character, but you get Captain <laughs> Carrot. You get some stupid like that that pops up. Do Teen one. Titans Go. Teen Titans Go. The Teen Titans Go team shows up in the big, like, we're all in, on screen together. It just Or, like, flat. When you're going through the worlds, like, have yeah. it pop by for just a second. Like, yeah. it, it, you do idea. those, you do those, like, hints all the time. Do one like that. It, yeah. it will only help you out. It would be so yeah. cool. You don't even have to have any of them on a team. Man, Cyborg no. from Doom Patrol would be a cool would yes. be a cool get. One hundred percent. Oh know. yeah, he's so he's so good. He's so good. Javon Wade is a talented boy. He's a good boy. He's a good boy. Well, I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it, and also the comic. I'm excited to finish it up because the Anti Monitor. Wow, they wait forever to reveal him, and then you see I him, know. and you're like, 
What? Uh, by the way, anybody interested in some really, because usually anti-monitor is just like bad guy. Um, if you've ever checked out, and I think it's on the DC app. If it's not, I don't know what they're doing. Um, the Green Lantern <laughs> animated series had a really cool take on the anti-monitor in their second season. Um, and it and uh, he kind of gets uh, fused with another character on that show, which adds adds any pathos to him at all. <laughs> well, um, we get his origin in the Crisis on Infinite Earth story, yeah. and it, it didn't help much when they started explaining <laughs> it. They're like, so you have your Owens, who are the green, the blue people in yeah. Green Lantern lore. Yep. They're watching the birth of the universe. By watching it, you actually fuck up everything. Mm-hmm. And yep. so that event creates the antimatter universe but at the same time creates the multiverse and at the same time yeah. it makes an anti-monitor why because it does fuck you for asking that question and guess what happens at the same time as the anti-monitor the and the monitors made and they're like mm-hmm, okay uh and yeah. they punch each other through dimensional bears until they both pass out for a couple million years uh-huh. and then pariah accidentally wakes him up by accidentally destroying his universe rutro whoops rutro studios <laughs> and that's classic it. That's it. Yes. So Green Lantern yeah. season two has a better one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that yeah. sounds better. Yeah. yeah. I'll also recommend. Uh, you've read Sinestro Core War, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I love the use of him in that event. Yep. He's pretty I just, cool. I love that. I was like, that's so clever. Like, yeah, antimatter universe, and like the, the the uh, the Cordians. Like, yeah. he should be the avatar of the of, of the Sinestro Core. That's such a brilliant idea. I love when I have. I was like, oh, that's such a great idea. It's Good callback. A, uh, Weird Al's go-to instrument, the accordion. There you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> when they open that door in the Sinestro Core War, like when they open the door and they're like, look at all of our big weapons. And it's like Cyborg Superman, and then the back like Animator is like sitting at a table, and I'm like. Well, he shouldn't be in. I mean, like, cool. Why are you in the room? Yeah, <laughs> How'd yeah. you fit in here? <laughs> Aren't you like a pl- like? You're not planet size, but yeah. like, he didn't. He didn't, Sinestro wasn't able to make you wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's like, okay, it's gonna be awesome when you open the door. <laughs> like, no, the anti monitor does not wait for anybody. I, you know what? I'll say the outfit for the monitor looks fucking rad in the crossover. Yeah, I hope the anti monitor's yeah. armor does look cool because yeah. it could look bad. I, also, I'm a sucker for that outfit i love the suit like i just i love how the anti-monitor looks i'm sad it's not gonna be that but i'm also like yeah of course like yeah. they're not gonna make a they're not gonna make him this big ridiculous betoothed thing you know You'll what be surprised they might, man. man they might it's and they might make it like a full cg thing like it's it's sometimes you're like oh yeah i guess we're doing it and it's we're going for it we haven't come back to this but in season one they made the adam giant and he fought a giant robot and i was like yeah they shot it shot it they yeah. shot they filmed it all at night and uh so it was mo- mostly in the dark but i'm like it looked good yeah for what it was Listen, king shark yeah king shark always looks Gorilla good Grodd, yeah even when they have them fight in the rain and the dark, and you're yep. like, mm-hmm. The shinier they are, the easier to hide all the light problems with this. And yep. at night, yet you have to do it at night. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Why am I yeah. me? Oh, yeah. Oh, I want Gorilla City. I want King, King Shark to be a part of the fight. Like, yeah. Why not? King Shark finally <laughs> dies for some reason. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, you're too expensive. So we're <laughs> he saves the, the multiverse. He, he chomps down on him. It's King, King Shark's better than all of us. I hope so. Hey, he's going to be part of the Suicide Squad movie for James Gunn, so maybe we might actually have to say goodbye to that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Them's the rules. Sal, where can people find you? You can find us over at youtube.com slash comic pop. It's a great YouTube channel. You'll enjoy it, I'm sure. <laughs> hey, if you like comic book stuff over here, you're going to like comic pop. Bingo. Thank you for joining us on the show, dude. It was a blast. We enjoyed having you. Thank you for having me. It was a lot of fun. I, I really had a good time. I'm glad. I'm, we're going to come over on your show soon. You just let us know. Give us a little ping pong. You bet. Yeah, that'd be great. Thank you. DJ? 
You can find me at DJ Talks Trash every place that matters. You can follow Only Stupid Answers online at Only Stupid Answers. Yank out the vowels from stupid. And please check us out on Patreon.com slash Only Stupid Answers for a ton of more content. So much content. Honestly, maybe too much content. (laughs) That's not for us to say. It's for you to find out. (laughs) Go check it out. Go subscribe. (laughs) And make sure you check out our YouTube channels. Might be awesome. And Only Stupid Answers. There's some good stuff coming that way. We're talking about Young Justice, Harley Quinn, Swamp Thing, Doom Patrol, Titans. Oh, Me, oh my, there's so much. But gang, until next time, we'll see you then. Bye-bye.